Hello, welcome to Young, Dumb and Jesus podcast. Here I'll talk about everything joyful, luminous, sorrowful and glorious. Join me on this journey as I set out to live authentically as a beloved daughter and bride of our Lord Jesus Christ. I will be sharing my experiences in my work with Jesus and I hope to inspire you to live authentically and find your identity in Christ and step out into the person that God is calling you to be. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Young, Dumb and Jesus podcast. And yeah, today I am talking about um, a testament of God's goodness in my life. And I have told my story before. My faith journey began in 2019, but I have been Catholic, born and raised, and we never missed church. On Sunday, my mom said it was a must for you to go to church. Like you had to go to church as long as you were living under her in her house, under our parents' roof. And so, yeah, we grew up knowing, okay, we have to go to church on Sunday. So Monday, Sunday, it was like, wake up, prepare, go to mass, come back to the house, and, you know, typical Sunday, have a nap, lunch, you know, and the Sunday's gone but. There came a time and um, I went away to our, like I went far away from home for my uni. And so during this time, I mean, in my first year of campus, I faithfully went for mass because I was like, okay, I have been told that I need to go for mass every Sunday, but I never really understood the essence of mass. I was going because I knew I had to. That was that was just it. Not because I was like, oh, okay, I'm looking forward to partaking the Eucharist. I'm looking forward to the sermon. I'm looking. I did not look forward to anything for mass. I was just like, okay, I'm Catholic. My mom says we have to go to church, so that's it. And um, but in my second year, uh, freedom, um, the church was far. Like I ended up moving out from, from um the school accommodation, so I went and moved. I moved to like a different place, which was quite a distance away. But it wasn't like that far away. It was just like maybe 20, 30 minutes uh, walk, give or take, uh, depending on the pace. And so I decided I wasn't going to walk all that way for mass. What for? I didn't understand. Um, so I didn't, I mean, there was no harm, you know. And so I started going to a different church. But that didn't last either. And so I, at some point, I completely stopped going to church. And so this girl was living in the world. Like she was doing all kind of yeah my mom will not even dream of this girl doing some things but anyway i was living in the world i was partaking of whatever the world was offering like i was just like okay i am just going to take over the world the world is um i mean what can't i do and so i tried a lot of things that oh my goodness mm -mm, my children (laughs) yeah anyway but yeah i was living in the world and i did not care much but um and I was in this relationship that would, did not honor God in any way. But, you know, I didn't read the Bible. So, I mean, I relied on whatever I had from church, like from childhood, from whatever I, I learned in school, in um, my Christian religious education, like the subject. But that was it. Like, I did not have a personal relationship with God. I did not read the Bible. But come 2019, that was after I had finished uni, I had graduated and I was back home and I was feeling so miserable because there was no freedom anymore. Um, I had gone back home. I was still waiting to find a job and everything. Um, and then something happened um, in September of that year that completely, completely crushed me. And I cannot even stress how much it crushed me because it just crushed me completely. And 
So I had built a lot of hope in this particular, like, I mean, it, my life revolved around this particular thing. And so when it came tumbling down, like my entire life was just shattered into pieces. And I was like, now what do I do next? You know, how do I pick myself up? I was miserable. Like, I mean, and part of living in the world contributed, like me living in the world was actually what made me so miserable because I didn't know who I was. I did not like who I was. I tried to fit into every other identity, but who God created me. And so, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so fast forward to 2019. And September, yeah, that was a very, very dark time for me. And so I was just like, okay, I'm done. Like, I cannot do anything. But even then, um, I mean, I used to go to church because I was back home. And at, at some point, let me just go back. At some point in um, uni, I started going back for mass. I don't know why, but I started going back for mass. And yeah, but so I come home and I'm going to church on Sunday and then this happens and then I'm crushed. And then, but even at the time, as in as much as I was still going to church, I was just like, okay, God does not exist. I was in so much pain and I couldn't understand why God will let something like that happen. Something so painful after being so good, like after not being so good because I wasn't like good, good. Okay, I was, anyway. Um, but after doing the very best that I could, how could God let something like that happen and shut out my life like completely? And so I was so angry at God. I was like, no, God does not exist. And I still remember this one time. I was standing in the kitchen and I was telling my dad that um, the Bible is a lie. Um, the Bible was written by people. So there's nothing they can tell us. Like, it was all crafted to brainwash us. I mean, like, that was where I was at. But then, um, I did not stop being miserable. Like, there was just this very, very big void in my life and I didn't know how to feel it you know there was nothing I could do for myself I had tried everything it didn't work and so here I was very empty very broken very hurt very lost very just I don't know life didn't have meaning at that point um and my sister had um started going back to the faith and she had been attending um she had been listening to some like some summons and retreats um, via phone on YouTube. And so this one time, there's a Vincentian retreat center. Just there was a, okay, there's a Vincentian retreat center at home, just somewhere very close. And so she started going there. And one time she told me, we had gone there once with my mom. Let me just backtrack this a little bit. The first time we went there, it just felt, you know, you walk into a place and you're like, I do not even deserve to be here. That's how holy that place felt. Like, you get into a place and you're like, no, this is too pure. This is too holy for me. And I remember we told um, our mom that we weren't going to go back there. But the reason for me not going back there was because I didn't feel worthy of going back there. I was just like, no, I am too dirty. That place is too clean for me. And that was how I did not go. But then in 2019, I think it was in 2019, December, January of 2020, I'm not sure. But that's when we started um, praying and then we started, you know, like the, uh, our journey. Okay, my sister's journey started before mine because I was still like, no, there's no way I am doing anything that concerns God because I am mad. He let me get hurt. 
he let me you know my life is in pieces right now i'm just lost um and everything so i was like no i'm not doing anything with god and then this one time i was um on amatatu back home i was from town and then something just struck me and it was this um very very there's this feeling of extreme rage and this desire to just seek revenge it was so crazy and so overwhelming and i remember writing it it took me a very long time for me to actually write it on my journal and tell god that this like and actually verbalize that because i was like oh my goodness i don't even want to think what would have come out of that and i acted on that but that was the turning point for me and at that after that i remember we went for a retreat it was like a four day retreat and during that retreat wait no before the retreat <laughs> this one time there was a friday service so there's usually like friday services and then there are like four day living retreats and so during this friday service um we went and at that time i was just like lost and then the priest says oh jesus loves you and i'm like no way he does not like he does not at that point i was just like i do not even deserve anybody's love because i have done the worst of the worst of things i could possibly i mean that was according to me you know and i was carrying this shame of um i am not worthy but when the priest said um god loves you and that broke me because i was like after all this and this and god still loves me like that was huge for me like that was huge so after that we went for a living retreat for about four days four nights and five days yeah five days and four nights yes or was it yeah anyway and so during that time um so there's usually like the introduction day and then the second day um the second day we talk about forgiveness and then there's um the sacrament of reconciliation and then you know now because you after reconciliation it's like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders and so that that is usually like the best because there's all praise and worship so that's a charismatic congregation the vincentian fathers are charismatic and that is actually the first time the vincentian priests are the first time i actually understood what charismatic means i didn't know and so yeah that began my journey and so there was a lot of fighting god and all that because i was like okay i mean during the retreat i definitely poured my heart out but there's pouring your heart out and then there's surrendering yourself and giving yourself to god and telling him may you will be done and just telling him empty every part of everything that in me that is not of you but that was not it so for me it just poured out my heart like i was hurting i cried and i told god this and this happened this like how could you allow this to happen and all those and all that and so it actually took me um how many years? so through 2020 through 2021 it has actually taken the, because this is the year i finally told god like empty everything that is not of you from me and replace it like just fill me with your spirit but through and through it was god showing up in so many different ways and remember i said god did not exist i had so many god moments and i was like okay there is no denying there is a god in heaven um because there was this um pastor that we had gone to and he said some like he was prophesying over me and my sister and i remember him saying something that was very personal and 
that was the first time i was just like oh my goodness like god is so real god knows me by name god knows everything about me that was the first time i actually acknowledged that oh my goodness god is real like i mean i knew there was a god but i was just like no i was just in such denial and then so yeah and then the retreat happened and then so from that time onwards it was such a journey and it was reading the bible and i mean the first time i, I wouldn't lie i didn't understand what the bible was saying i was just like okay this is just a story most of the parts are boring i don't understand why god is so um how do i put it is so you know the old testament there's a lot of um things that go on in the old testament so i couldn't understand why god was so heartless like how could he tell people like go and kill these people and things like that i did not understand a, a thing about the bible but then slowly by slowly the holy spirit started giving me understanding and he gave me wisdom to understand what was actually what the bible actually was and to this day the old testament remains to be my favorite like part of the bible the gospels are beautiful the new testament is beautiful like i love the saint paul's epistles especially the book of romans but the old testament still remains to be my favorite um part of the bible because um that highlights my life that highlights our life and for me it was seeing um, myself in jacob it was seeing myself in um david it was seeing myself in you know joseph and but most of all jacob like i think that is my favorite story in the bible because i see a lot of myself in jacob but anyway um but it was just god bringing all this to me and it was him teaching me that okay this is where you are at this is what goes on like he just taught me in the most beautiful way and took me step by step and it was like telling me okay i know you do not believe that the bible is real i know you do not believe that the bible is inspired by the holy spirit but it's real and i think in the book of hebrews i don't know where it says like um the word of god is sharper than a anyway <laughs> i'll just butcher that bus so but anyway i think it's in the book of hebrews but over that period god has just taught me so much and he has revealed himself to me in so many different ways and it's not like these big ways that you're like oh wow but it's in like these small details because god is in the details and it's him showing up in like something very that might seem insignificant but something but it is through something that he knows means the world to me okay not the world but like it means a lot to me and so just seeing god show up like that and understanding that oh my goodness He's actually um, a God who desires relationship with me, like in such a personal way. I'm, I'm not just like a number. I'm not just like an, any other person. Like he calls each and every one of us by name. And so I have seen God heal me from shame um, of all those things that I had done. He has, and I have finally understood that when God says, I forgive you, he actually means it. He's not like, um, okay, I forgive you. And then he's holding that over your head. No, um, I think it's in the book of Psalms where the it, it says that, um, hmm? wait, as far as the East and the West or something, I think so. But like he does not remember our sins. That's what I'm trying to say. And so just seeing God heal me like that, um, my childhood wounds and 
he brought me to a place where I was just like, okay, God, I am surrendering everything to you. I'm surrendering my life. I am surrendering everything. Do as you will. Like him bringing me to that point, he has, it has, it was just beautiful. For me, it was like the most beautiful thing that could ever have happened. And, and that was after something so trauma, again, not as traumatic, but like something so traumatic happened. And again, I was, I had idolized this thing. I had idolized it so much that I completely forgot about God. And I have seen God take me, walk me through fire. And I mean, he has just blessed me in situations I will never have thought I would get out of. But it is in those painful situations, in that brokenness that he showed up the most. And so many times when I thought he was like, um, everything was just quiet and then he will just count. And it was this overwhelming peace I felt. And I was just like, okay, God, I know you're here. I know I don't feel it, but I know you're here. And so that was very consoling. I have grown so much, like so very much. And God has opened doors for me. I could never have dreamed of. I have seen him move piece by piece of everything and for it to just come and for me to just see the picture of course he sees the bigger picture but for me it's just seeing how he has brought everything together and how everything has just come to fruition and how everything just bloomed and in um at the perfect time like at god's appointed time just when i thought like this was it this was it when i was at the verge of giving up and god just was like okay girl this is what I have been preparing. I was just waiting for it. I was just waiting for the perfect time. I was waiting for you to move to the next step of um, in maturity in your faith, for you to actually be able to handle these blessings, you know? And so that has just been super, super beautiful. And I have met people um, I never would have thought I would meet, people that God has just placed in my life to hold my hand. It hasn't, not everybody I have met along the way has actually stayed for like a long period sometimes it was just for like a day or two but it was just seeing god provide for me and take care of me in ways in just unbelievable ways and i have also um when i started my faith journey like i have never i mean back in high school okay let me just take you back um there we used to go for daily mass for like um the first and the second year and then the third and the fourth year it wasn't compulsory but um in my fourth year i remember we had a grotto in church and it was like right in front of our class of my class the class i was in and so i will go there every morning after breakfast just to make sure that i talked to mother mary but at the time it was just like oh, okay like that's mother mary i am catholic you know but i didn't have like that deep devotion to her into the rosary but i will just const like every morning i will do my best to get there after breakfast just before we got back into class for um the morning preps and i will just go and talk to her and just tell her to bless my day tell her to bless my studies and everything and right now um i see how well mother mary took care of me and how it was just um how do i put it because i have I have this beautiful necklace that I got, which was, which is a story for another day. But it, it's just seeing her 
she she really she was just protecting me the entire time she has been protecting me and so come this period i mean i still didn't understand the rosary I was just like okay why are we repeating prayers what does the rosary do why do i have a devotion to mother mary because i thought um so if i have a devotion to mother mary then why am i abandoning jesus like i cannot start um praying and asking for mother mary's intercession because for me it felt like i was praying to mother mary i did not understand that um it was a way for me to actually ask her to intercede for me um and to just bring me before her son because i mean oh, she is jesus mom you know like that's that is a privilege to have a mother who is the mother of jesus christ but anyway and so i have grown with in third and it has just been seeing her hold my hand in so many ways and just comfort me in t during times where i was just so alone and i didn't know what else to do and i will i will just call upon her and tell her mother mary i just need a mom right now like i just need for you to embrace me and honestly the kind of peace and just that motherly love that i felt that was pretty pretty amazing and so slowly i have come to understand that we do not worship mary and we can never love mary more than jesus ever did like that that is given we can never get to that point because jesus love is perfect and oh i, I don't even know how to describe that but that's the, like that's the point and so for me to actually the first time this that i will actually start my journey with the rosary and with mother mary um, it was this year the beginning of this year and i was going through such a tough time and this was after like a month after moving to a new country far away from family far away far away from anything familiar and i didn't know what to do and so this time um so i googled i was looking for shrines um around here because back home we have Subuke shrine and i had gone there I, it had been my desire for a very long time to actually go to Subuke shrine and i eventually thank you jesus i got the chance to go there before i actually traveled so that was such a blessing in itself like a very very special blessing for me and so when i came here i was like i'm going i'm so i was so determined to find a shrine to find a marine shrine and be like okay this will be awesome then we can go and climb the mountain and go to the grotto and just pray you know spend the day with mother mary and so i didn't even know where to start but then one time i'm watching a youtube video and then i hear this person um, mentioned about a shrine in Perth and then I googled it and it was like <laughs> far away from where I lived and at the time I did not have a car so it will it took it actually took um, two buses and a train ride to get to that point and a lot of things happened that actually derailed me from getting there when I wanted to but by God's grace God's mercy he gave me the strength and really protected me and i was able to get to the shrine and oh my goodness the story behind the shrine that is such beautiful that it's such a beautiful story but that's for another day and so um i get to the shrine and i am seeing mother mary and the child jesus at the grotto so at the time it was around it was was it no was it around easter time had it had easter started i think so yeah so i went and did way of the cross until the very end and then went back to the grotto and i just sat there and you know told mother mary exactly what was going on and things like that and she listened like oh it just makes me want to cry when i remember that day because it was such a blessed day and it was just 
feeling that motherly love in a way that I had never felt it before. And it was seeing her protect me in such a fierce way. It was just beautiful. Like, it was such a beautiful experience. It was such a blessed experience. And so, yeah, that began my journey with Mother Mary. And so I started saying the rosary. It was during those bus rides that I would just listen to the rosary. Um, if it was a longer bus ride, I would maybe say two rosaries, you know. And so many times, um, so Mother Mary loves roses, yeah. And so we, we are told that every Hail Mary you say is you're giving Mother Mary uh, a rose. And so there were days where I would be, there would be this very beautiful scent, a scent that is so heavenly, a scent that I have never had, like, smelled before or come across before. And it was so heavenly and it was just like, oh my goodness, Mother Mary is right here with me. Like, she's working with me, she's protecting me, she's guiding me, she's loving me um that was so beautiful and so that was my journey with the rosary but i still didn't understand it and until now i'm still praying for the grace to actually be able to meditate on the rosary but i have seen mother mary show up for me in so many ways protect me and just fight for me so fiercely which is extremely beautiful and yeah and so i have really grown I mean, every, like, I used to think, oh, I have to have all this figured out. I have to be so perfect about this. I have to have devotion to Mother Mary. I have, de have to have devotion um, to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, to St. Joseph, to the saints in heaven, you know, things like that. But that's not how it is. Um, the faith journey is like a step by step, you know, just like a baby starts by crawling and then walking and then, you know, running. That's how it is in our faith journey. And don't rush, like, don't be so quick to get from the crawling um, stage towards running, no, just take it one day at a time, like, God knows that sometimes things are so overwhelming, you're going to be discouraged along the way, so one thing I have actually um, found important is to have somebody hold your hand, um, or somebody to be accountable for, somebody to share your faith journey with, and for me, I have been blessed to actually have my sister, to share that with because we share the challenges that we go through we share what's going on like um and the, where we are at where we are feeling stuck and we're able to pray for each other and kind of just invite god into our midst and we're able to encourage each other we're able to pray for each other when one person is having a hard time or going through something difficult um so we uh, that's basically it like we're able to cover each other in prayer and so that has been beautiful and so i have just seen god grow me in so many different ways and him bringing me closer to himself and just taking away all the idols that because i have had so many distractions oh my goodness like i wish i would tell you that i have had a perfect walk um in my faith journey but it hasn't been perfect it has been moments of very being very zealous about following god and doing his will and being obedient and then it has been moments of okay god i mean i am still here but you know i am excluding you from everything else i'm just going to do my own thing and then it has been me failing miserably and going back to that place where i was of trying to fill um this void with things of the world which never works and so god has just given me the grace and brought me to a place where i'm able to say god may your will be done and i know it's not going to be easy i know it's not they're going um there are going to be days where i feel like i don't feel like praying 
they're going to be very challenging days they're going to be days where i'm like okay i have no idea what i'm doing but i still choose to trust in god because i ha- i know who he is and i have seen god redeem my story i have seen god redeem my like redeem my dignity he has restored my dignity in a redeem restored my dignity he has restored who i am he has given like he has shown me who i am in him he has given me a whole new identity and i used to be this girl who was like okay i am inferior to everybody you know i am not good enough and things like that and i used to be so self conscious and i was like if i don't do something right people are not going to like me people are going to judge me people are going to criticize me but now i am at this point where i am able to confidently say that i am a beloved daughter of god i am a child of god and there's nothing else that matters not anyone's opinion like not what anybody says about me because i know who i am in god and if i am doing something that pleases other people that pleases um human beings but that does not please god then i am not doing right by god because at the end of the day what is it if i gain the world and lose my soul you know and so what i aspire to do each and every day of my life is to do what pleases god even during my work um when during work hours like when i'm working and i feel so overwhelmed and i start to feel like i want to complain or i start to feel like it's becoming too much like i need to be doing something better or something more than that i actually tell god like god i am struggling and i need grace to do my work and trust you me he gives me that grace like i oh my goodness it has been so sufficient his grace has been so sufficient in my life i cannot even begin to like describe just how sufficient and it has just been seeing that beauty in those places where i thought okay i am completely helpless here but you know i know god will come like god will show up and that when i came to the end of myself that is when god started and every single day i i i try to be like i try to be humble in to an extent where i'm like um because pride is like i i have had moments of pride where i'm just like okay god i have this figured out i don't need you you know and then i go do my thing and then i'm like god i am sorry please forgive me tell me how this is done and so nowadays it's just um praying for the grace of humility to be able to tell god god i cannot i am nothing without you i cannot do anything without you i just need you to guide me to help me to show me the way because in as much as i don't understand what you're doing in as much as i don't understand how my life is working out in as much as things seem everywhere i just know that you have a perfect plan for my life and i know you see the bigger picture i don't i only see today i don't see an hour from now i don't see two or 10 minutes from now you know but god sees the whole picture like he sees my life in its entirety and so um having that grace to trust and continually just tempting myself of the world and telling him lord fill fill me with your spirit that has just been such a blessing in its own and i wish i could say that my blessings are more material but my blessings like 90% of my blessings are spiritual like they are it looks like healing it looks like um joy like the happiness that you just get you're waking up and you're like god mm, i know who you are i know who i am in you and it is seeing myself through his eyes and just appreciating where i have come from appreciating who god is 
appreciating the work that he is doing in me and through me and there are days when i'm just asking god like what am i doing in this life you know i'm still i'm finding my purpose but sometimes it feels like okay i want to do this but it seems like it is out of reach you know but it has been god reminding me that i am exactly where i need to be i do not need to be a step um ahead i do not need to be a step backward i am exactly where i am supposed to be and so trusting him in these moments oh my goodness like it has just been beautiful and it has it it's me seeing him work in his own way at his own pace and me believing and trusting that when it comes to fruition it's going to be beautiful it's not it's going to be nothing close to what i would have imagined because it's going to be like a million times better and yeah so god has just been so so good like even in those times where i was like oh, okay i messed up real bad he will he it was just him and arms open wide open and telling him telling me come home my child come home i've been waiting for you just like the story of the prodigal son you know this son lives takes his inheritance lives home and goes and squanders his money he lives in the world and he does whatever and when he gets to the end of himself he's like oh, my my and he's eating the same food as pigs and he remembers that his servants are living a better life than he is and he just goes back home and tells him father i have sinned and i and i do not deserve to be called your child like he wants to be a servant but the father just welcomes him hug embraces him and tells him welcome back home and he actually throws a party for this child you know that is how jesus is with us that is how god is with us he rejoices over one sinner repenting than over um the faithfuls you know like for people who are still following him and i'm not saying everybody is important but that is just how much you mean to jesus um just remember the story of of the lost sheep where the farmer leaves the 99 and goes to look for this one just one sheep he's leaving 99 sheep to look for one sheep that is how important you are to jesus and so um just seeing my value i'm seeing my worth in the eyes through the eyes of god that has been a game changer for me and i know that's a grace that he has given me to be able to see myself through his eyes and that has been such a big big blessing and every day i mean i still continue to struggle i have those days where i'm just like struggling i don't know what's going on i am tired i am just i am just there you know like nothing seems to make sense but i am still reminded that um god god's strength is made perfect in my weakness yeah his grace is sufficient and oh it's something like that in the book or in one of saint paul's um letters and so yeah my journey continues but every single day like i it's just my life is a testament of god's goodness and just every time i look back at where i have come from i cannot even believe it like from this deep dark hole miserable you know and just being this girl who was so miserable who did not have a sense of direction and being in this place in a new country which i would only have dreamed of to be honest um and seeing him just keep moving keep providing for me in so many different ways keep healing me keep just holding my hand that's such a blessing 
and I continue to be grateful every single day for that. I continue to be grateful every single day. And I do not take it for granted because I am, I, I am, I don't know, like me back then, like just like four or five years ago, was it? Yeah. And then looking at me now, um, this is, this is all God. Like this is God. This has nothing to do with me, but I have seen the beauty of giving your life over to God when you come when you actually surrender to God and you're like okay God um, I am leaving the world for you to follow you I'll trust you me he will bless you in so many different ways the the world the, you will no longer have this weight on your shoulder to impress to try and live up to society standards to try and fit in your goal will always be like, God, am I doing right by you, God? Um, what is the next step? How do I how do I submit to you? How do I submit to you more? How am I how can I be able to be more obedient, you know? Things like that. And that is where the blessing is. And he tells us that obedience is better than sacrifice. And I mean, I I fall, I keep falling every time. God knows that I'm not perfect. He expects me to fall. He knows that I will fall. But the thing is um just like how the difference between peter and judas judas fell but he did not go back to jesus and say i was i am sorry but when peter denied jesus he went back and said i am sorry that is the difference you know so you either choose to be a judas or a peter and for me my desire is to be peter and um god knows that you're going to fail uh, to fall and that's okay he does not expect you to be perfect you're never going to be perfect on this side of heaven you are going to be perfect um on the other side of heaven when you are with him and so yeah that is my life that is the story of my life god is going to is still rewriting my story and he's still healing so many places but where i'm at now i'm just super super grateful for his grace for his love for his mercy um i'm just super super grateful and yeah that has been my story and i hope it blesses your heart and i hope that you are able to get to that point where you tell jesus jesus come in i can't do this by myself anymore just come in and rewrite my story change my story change my identity let me know who i am in you and yeah trust you me you will not regret it This is it for today and until next time god bless oh wait follow me on instagram at christian underscore millennial millennial with a single n until next time god bless